This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What's up, everybody? How are you? Welcome into another episode. A little late on the day. Sorry, we have a new guest coming on today. So we're a little late. A little late for BVB. Brigade, thank you for staying with us. Steve Roddick's going to come on. It was last second ad. Our senior gaming analyst to come on live later on the program. Ohio, what are they doing? <laughs> we'll get into Ohio <laughs> as to what they're doing with kiosks and other fun stuff happening around the sports betting world. So hold on. He's Dave. I am Matt. Back for another episode at Boston versus the book Sports Grid TV live on YouTube and on Twitter each and every day, 1 p.m. Eastern time. How are you on this Tuesday, Dave? Just getting ready to uh, strap in. <laughs> For another show, get ready to ride. Or <laughs> well, joke there, <laughs> just <laughs> a lot of been laughing all morning. Not gonna lie, Hooters is known for for uh, for big things. You know, it's just not the chicken sponsor wings. The show. Sponsor the show. Come it's on, not the chicken wings. All right, so, big things. It's the breasts. <laughs> it's yes. the breasts. Those the wings. It's not breasts. the wings. I thought it was the wings. So is that a throwback Black Sox jersey? No, this is a City Connect salsa. It looks like White. something that you'd wear like like an inmate. It looks it like does. A, it, it looks does. like it, it, does. it does. It does. <laughs> that City Connect against Chicago. I guess that's the look they're going for. But my gosh, White Sox, Black Sox. <laughs> You come, I mean, like anybody wears sock stuff that ain't red socks, you're gonna come at them like no, that. No, I, I, mean, I don't mind the white socks, it's okay. Just that that uni doesn't represent like I don't look at that and see Chicago. I look at that and see like South Side Los Angeles. Like that looks like a something oh. you'd see in like a gangster rap video. Oh <laughs> right? Like look at that. Did that scream Chicago to you? I don't know if it screams anything other than just South Side. This is style. This is this is White Sox. Scripts, I don't know. All kind of things happening today. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Well, get the CLV can ready because boy, oh boy, what was that yesterday? On the air. If you missed the end of the show yesterday, oh, while we're on the air, oh yeah, Jets and the Falcons go from two and a half to did. three and a half to yes, four and a half to yes, five and a half. Yes, it did. Jets win the game outright. Then it went back down, though. The books found the number five and a half, five back to four and a half close. Great. But the books, <laughs> the books were like, all right, yeah, we're good. We got the five and a half. We need to know. Now just light it all Jets. on fire. <laughs> wow. Light them all on fire. They're all yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all gone. But I mean, in fairness, now the closing line value for the total came into play. You Correct. won if you got the best number. Mm-hmm. Right, so and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, gives and takes 
you know, and, and again, for all the experts out there that are watching the show, that are saying they're not watching the show and stuff and talking about all this stuff with CLV. And if you're not talking about CLV that you don't know, it works. You want to get the best number. Mm. My beef with the, all the CLV crowd is that you can't use it as an excuse when you lose. Everybody likes to I heard a new term from my boys. Uh, Stefan and Rome, when we were talking yesterday, the day before down at the lids, everybody wants to buck up, meaning put their chest out, tell them a little bit about up. Yeah. They want to buck up and tell them, um, you know, I got good CLV. I'm, I, I, I get the CLV. I beat the closing line. So I'm good at sports betting. Do you win? That's the first question I want to ask. Correct. And then if you consistently beat the closing line and win, and you win. If and then, you yeah. consistently beat the closing line like you did yesterday with the Falcons, how's that one feel? Yeah, but if you beat the closing line and win consi- consi- consistently, then you get flagged. <laughs> you get- this is a problem. Yeah. So if you are the one who consistently have the best number and consistently win, then a little red flag appears on your account and you are all of a sudden that dime or two dimes or three dimes all of a sudden becomes a hundred or 50 or 1435 that you can see. And I used to argue for the player all the time in the book. I'm like, all right. So if he keeps doing it and winning, the answer isn't just cut his limits and cut him off. Make sure he's happy and playing for the limit that we give him because he's going to keep playing. Then I'm going to go, when this guy plays eight to ten, eight out of ten times, he's beating the closing line. I'm going to move the number, move the damn number, and I'm going to get on his side best I can. Because there's another guy who's everybody, nobody knows shit, is telling you he don't believe what that guy believes, and he'll bet it. And that's where the book business is so good because all you got to do is take the little morsel in the middle. Do it a hundred times, a thousand times, and the book makes money. They don't think like that. Mm-mm. They don't think like that. You know, there was a video that I put on my Twitter yesterday, and we'll t- we might talk to Raheem Palmer from The Ringer on Friday. He's flying into town. All sorts of people coming in for this Circa weekend. We're live at Circa Friday from ten to twelve. A lot of people trying people. to come. Yeah, right. a lot of people. A lot of people coming down trying to be a part of the show. And so, but but Raheem went to Delaware Park yesterday and tried to bet a, a week one total in the NFL. Yes, wanted he, to, he wanted to put $3,300 down, uh, down $3,300 down on it, and they wouldn't take it. But after they declined, he wanted it at 51 and a half to an under bet. They moved the number to 50 and a half. They said no to his 3,300, moved the number to 50 and a half, and then said, do you want $1,000 on the under at 50 and a half? He said, wait, no, wait, 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 what was the total that he 51? tried to bet? It was 51 and a half. He tried to bet $3,300 on so it. So they moved it and then asked him if he wanted something? They declined the bet, said, we won't take it at 3300 Then they moved the number down to 50 and a half and said, do you want 1000 at 50 and a half? And he said, no, I want 3300 on 51 and a half, which is the number that when I walked to the counter was the number. And you would, re- I think you could relate to the ticket taker because the guy behind the counter was on the phone with the risk room. And the guy said, hey, man, I'm just taking the bets here. I- I- I'm not the one that makes this decision. That's them. They make the call. I'm just relaying what they told me. 
And Raheem was really mad. He was like, you took my information, you moved the number, you wouldn't take my bet, and you dropped the number down. Like, that's ridiculous. You move a whole a whole point and then come back and you still won't give me $3,300 on it. Now I get 1000 at 50 and a half. Like, so it's you just, have to ask the question. The first question you need to ask if you're the book is why the fuck are you in business? That's the first question you ask. You go, because if we're not going to take three dimes on a game, on a total, a month in advance, in a posted, in a posted number. It's not like he was, it's unlisted number or it's an off number. All of that listed number. is immaterial. The number has been up since May or June mm-hmm. or whenever you put it up, whatever book this is. A guy walks in and at, now I don't know if Raheem asked, but guys used to come up to the counter and say, what do you take on totals? We take two dimes. All right. I want to bet this for two dimes. Okay. You take the bet, you move the number. If he asked and they said three dimes, and then they said, hold on, it called a risk room, some person on the other end is looking at a screen going, oh, I can't take three dimes on that. It's 50 and a half everywhere. I better move it. And moves it. And then, then it's insulting to ask if – it's like if you went to the store and you went to buy a, a, a TV. and. It, there was no price and say, so I'll give you 500 for the TV. Wait, hold on. Make a call, pretend on the phone, hang up. All right. You can have the TV, but it's 700. But you said it was, I offered five. Well, yeah, but it's 700 now. Do you want it or not? Uh, no, you leave. That's what you have to do. Now, unfortunately, that number is gone and you can't get 51 and a half. But for $3,000, is it worth, if you take three dimes, now if the limit is a dime, you give Raheem a dime at 51 and a half and move it and ask if you want to bet it again. Instead, you let $3,000 walk out the door pissed off with a social media presence. And now you tell us, and I'll roast you. I'll roast your ass. You're supposed to take the bet. For three thousand dollars, you're going to blow off a customer. Business must be really good if you're uh, able to do that. It's Delaware Park. I don't know if business is good at Delaware Park or not, but that was the book. Did that happen? How does that guy on the other end of the risk line know that the line ain't going to close at fifty-two and a half? I don't know. You know more than me. <laughs> it just it well, seemed like a, he 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 thought it was a pretty. I mean, Raheem said it wasn't that big of a bet. He was like, "I'm coming in, giving you three thousand three hundred dollars on a." You know, on a, on a minus one ten bet, like you can't make judgments from the other side of the counter. Like Raheem can't. I mean, like it doesn't seem like a big bet. All that other stuff. Everybody wants to say that. And I used to say that shit to guys on the other side of the counter. Come be the book for a week, and just it, it just you always got to understand the other person's point of view. I'm not saying that the book is right. The book is wrong in that situation. It's supposed to. What is the limit on an NFL total? If you're in a book and you're operating a business, a sports book, and you can't take $3,000 a month in advance on an NFL total, you should probably close. No matter what the fucking number is, <laughs> right. you should close. So there's places that take a dime. Don't go asking for five at that place. 
That's what we take is a dime. I'll get your second bet another dime. And I'll see if we can accommodate you because you're here with 3000 You want to bet a dime at 51 and a half? Will you bet a dime at 50 and a half? Because if you will, I'll ask if you can get two because I want to take the whole bet so you can leave and be happy. And I want the bet. But it's not the way the books think. They'd rather put you on a list and blacklist you and say you're out. And then, but it's even more shady because it's not only did they say no to the three dime bet, they moved the number on him without giving him the bet at 51 and a half. So they took his information, realized someone was going to come in and bet the limit on an under at 51 and a half. It looked at the board and realized that they're a point higher than everybody else and went, oh, that number is off. No, we're not taking you. We're moving it to 50 and a half. Oh, now do you want it? It's like, no, I can't. I drove down here to to make this bet because you guys were the highest in the region. And so you were asleep at the wheel and I asked you for the bet. You realize you're a point off the market. And now all of a sudden you're going to move it because I made you aware of it. Like that's just not right. It's, it's, it's it's ridiculous. It's bad business. It's bad business. Horrible business. I mean, like, you know, and that guy leaves, you know, Raheem leaves. I mean, he tells people on social media and whatever that's worth, but like, he'll tell everyone he knows that that happened. They won't go in there. I mean, anyone looking to play the limits. Yeah. Well, the reality situation back, is that well, this applies to 3% of the business. Correct. But he, 3%. but in the, in the thread on Raheem's Twitter guy, he shot a video. He, you don't hear him ask what the limit is in the, in the beginning. I think he put his phone out after they called the risk room. He started recording on his phone, taping what the guy was telling him back after the fact. So I don't know if he asked what the limit was or not, but he, I mean, in the thread, he has all people telling him, well, this is what I do, Raheem. You can't walk up and try to bet the full thing. You have to be, you know, you, you have to have three or four different people come in and bet it at $500 a piece. You got to have four or five beards go around and do it. And it's like, it, rather than just he tried to do it the right way. One person, one bet. It's my play. I'm going to bet it versus having like a syndicate come through trying to get down. Or someone was like, that's why I bet everything at kiosks and I'll place that bet 10 times for 50 bucks a time. It's like, that's not what we want. You, you don't want people having, cause that's when the books say we're going to taking advantage of look at the, 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 these organized crime people are attacking us. So we have to per, you know do all these different protections it's somebody trying to do it the right way. And even someone doing it the right way is still being screwed by the book. And that's, again, goes right back to, there's no protection for the player at all in these situations. If you have a number posted and someone tries to bet it and you have a limit, you should have a posted limit and you should be required by law to take that bet. Relax with the law, counselor. Pearl. Okay. I'm there's just no, saying there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no protection. There's no protection, there's no for, protection for a guy walking in and getting no service at a restaurant. There's no protection. Yes, there is. That. Of course there is. Is there? You, yes. You, you have to post no shoes, no shirt, no service. As much okay. As if you're an asshole, you can't bet here. There, you're, there's your, there's your, there's your disclaimer. Well, you need to have a, a sign up that says that in just in my league, by law, you would have to describe what an asshole is. That's fine. What is All an right. asshole? So, so in legal terms, what is an asshole? You have to have some well, type of actual documentation in the book pub posted as to how you're going to conduct your business. Otherwise, you are literally doing it at your whim, however you feel like it. As are the betters. The betters have figured out how to send in people talking about maybe, you know, I don't know if Radical is, is tuned into this, but people are talking about how many women are signing up for apps and getting into sports betting. You know why, right? Yes. Why? Because they're beards. They're posting for other people. All right. Is that is that is that part of the legal 
agreement between books when people bet and they're not people it, they're who they say they are? Wrong? Why is it wrong? Why isn't it? But why is it wrong? Why is that? Why wrong? is it not wrong? You tell me. I'm telling you, it's not wrong. Why you? Why it's your not opinion? wrong that you represent that your wife is betting for you when you're That's or you're wrong. getting double the limit on a game because your no. wife bets it for half and nobody moves it because it's someone I who doesn't see, know. I see no problem with that. Well, I don't of see because you're the better. You're not. The I don't book. see any problem you with to, that you at have all. To, you have to look at both. If you're going to play by the games. The book can play. The I game am playing too. by the rules. It's up to the book to That's identify who, who, the, who the account That's not is. The sure it is. Rules. You're violating who you are. You're violating hold law. On. I'm not violating anybody. If I am a woman, you are representing on. that hold you whoa, are whoa, whoa, this whoa, whoa, person whoa. Hold on, betting hold on. under someone else's account. Hold on account. one second. That's hold, message hold you're betting. That's violating the law, counselor. If she's the one placing the bet herself, she's, she's not wanted... placing the bet, Matt. How do you know? On an app. Oh my god. We don't. You can't prove it. You can't prove that she's not. I That's can't the problem. prove it. Do you want me to prove it? You would need to. Yes. If you're going to talk about a law, you would need to prove that oh. it's not her making the bet. Okay. Yes, you would need to. Otherwise, well, there's no problem with it whatsoever. It's up to the book to do their due else, diligence. You know what happened? Raheem went to the counter and someone else at another property bet that 51 and a half at the same time. That's what happened. Huh. They had to move the number. Do you want the 50 and a half? But then that should be described in the conversation with the with, with the customer. That, hey, we just took a bet at a different book for the same number. We had to move it. We're really sorry. That's now, been the book's MO for 20 years with multiple locations. Well, that's not what he said. That's not what the guy said back on the risk. Does that line. make it okay? It would be better. It would be more transparent. It would be more of a, of, a, of a logical answer as to why they moved it and why they won't give him the number. Yeah, I, I think if there is a multiple, if, if Raheem is, is going with four other people and they're all betting this at the limit at all the same windows at all the same time, absolutely the book has a right to explain that and say this is what happened at that book so we're moving the number at this book sorry you missed the number that's okay now i know books can lie and create stories and say like oh you know man we just i bet came in at a different book so we had to move it i get that and they do that all the time they claim that they had to move the number because they claim they're being they're hit all at the same time sometimes they are sometimes they're not sometimes it's convenient but I don't think there's anything wrong with with if if you have multiple accounts and multiple outs and how it goes. I don't that that doesn't bother me. If you don't like that and you're the book, don't have applications. Stick everything in person. You like the app business. The app business is very very good for you as a book. Is it? Yeah, eighty five percent out. Well, eighty five percent of the action in New Jersey has come through over the last three years over an application over a phone. So who, I would who wants I would say to go to the books in New Jersey. Nobody does. I don't want to go to books in Vegas. <laughs> I live, I live a mile from a book in Vegas. I do it on my phone. I don't want to, I never want to go see a person if I don't have to. Okay. So now you, you, you bring in the phone app and all that. It works for you. We got a million of you doing it as the book. We got, and you're loving it. You're loving the action. Ah, I don't know. I don't know how much we're loving it. I don't know how much the books are loving it. It's volume. But it brings a whole new dynamic. We got bots. I got a bot that follows me every day. Royal bet number, 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 number. They change the number every day. Yeah. A new royal bet follows me every day. I have to block the fucker every day. Yep. And I don't block anybody on Twitter. You can come up feed sports BK can sig interact, all that other stuff. But the apps, there's guys coding right now to figure out how to lay three and a half and take four and a half. 
at books, at multiple times, at whatever. There's so many things that come with the app. There's, there's a record number of women signing up for apps. I hope they're all betting. I'm okay if they're not. Violation of the law, counselor. Unless she's, if she's told what to bet, what the hell's the difference that she's listening to my podcast and I tell her what to bet? Matt, she signs up for the account in person. In the rest of the states, she just signs up for the account. She gives her husband the information. And it's not just a her thing. It's brother Doug signing yeah, up for so an account So that's why you should have consistent limits. And that's why you should have posted limits. And everyone gets You're talking same. about a steak is fucking $10 at one restaurant. And it's a steak at fucking $300 at another restaurant. And the quality is it's totally this- different. And the quality That's is different. The you difference. get what you pay for. The, the it's the same thing. are the same. Correct. So have a same limit for everyone. Every business is different. I got a small mom and pop fucking restaurant with three tables yep. serving steak versus an are you serving wagyu steak off the cash? Are you serving the same steak you get at Cut here in Vegas? No, you're not. You're selling. You're selling sirloin. It's you're selling a, a, a much well, if lower I get quality the same steak. I would. I can't. You can get it. You can't afford to pay for it. You can't. Um, the, the, the markup wouldn't be there. The, that analogy doesn't make any sense. It's not it's, the same what thing. Are you talking about DraftKings got all the money in the world. Fanduel got all the money in the world. They can do whatever they want. The small books can't do anything like that. It's the same product. But then why? So what do you mean small book? What's a small book? Would Every you, other book. There's is, Circa, is Circa a small book? Yes. But Circa takes bigger bets than they do. And they, they want to publicize it. To differentiate themselves. Okay. But aren't they doing what you're talking about? Is they're taking the big bets and they're coming in and asking for action and DraftKings and FanDuel are doing the opposite and they have all the money in the world. But they're the ones who are limiting people like crazy. They don't want to bookmake. The guys at Circa are bookmaking. But this they is just a, don't have the business. So my point, the, the point is that you should take the same. So action how can they everyone. take the same action at Circa that they do at fucking DraftKings? Because you set your own limits. No one. I'm not dictating what your limit should be. You I'm are. Not, you no, said everybody saying, should have minimum limits. Correct at your book. So DraftKings has a limit of a thousand dollars a play for every single person. And then Circa has a limit for a play of every single person. I'm not telling you what that limit has to be. Because an NFL total limit is this. An NFL side limit is this. Correct. A player prop limit is this. For everyone. I'll give you a... We You could come and bet $500 on anything we put up. Anything. That's good. That's, that's not, not good enough for the sharp guys. Well, that's on them. They want to okay, come in and say, that's fine. Dick, I want to bet 3000 Okay, Fuck that's you. fine. But that's on them. That's not on the book. I'm not knocking the book for that. That's not, uh, The book has a right to run their business in any way they want to run their business. In I'm not telling the book. But other times you want to call everybody out and say, no, oh, you need to have I want this, to say this, this books this. need to be consistent. There needs to be a standard that everyone plays by. Agreed, and the books get to move it around. Standards change from sport to sport. From that's day fine, to and they day. all should be posted. And they all every day you list the limits every single day. Every day it's posted widely. Here's what we're taking today. Here's the limit on every play, and it's open for everybody. And anyone who wants to come in and bet it, take we it. Know no. the limits at every book. Just they're ask. not posted in every book. Just, just said they move. They move, every, they move every day. I'll go with you right now. We'll go around town. We can ask the limits. They'll tell you the limits in every book. It's posted. Every limit is posted in, in a you book. You have in to the, go to the counter to ask. I want it posted. I want it out in the it's open. It's like a restaurant. The price may change next week. 
It's the why they don't put prices on some menus. You got to ask what the fucking market price of the lobster tail is. This week it's eighty two. Next week it's fifty. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Not really, because I can I can get down more than some other people can, because I'm the square. I walk in, if I take five dimes out of my account today and walk into an account, I can place it at any book in town. No one's no, going to take it. On what? No one's going to turn me away. Everybody's gonna, everybody's Are you gonna, nuts? You're like, bring the action. Take it. They'll take my action. Absolutely. On, on what? On anything. what? On, 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 an NFL, on an NFL. If I wanted to put three dimes on an NFL side in Vegas right now, you tell me any book going to say no to you me. You can bet three dimes on an NFL side across the world. Oh, not Delaware Park. That's not the right thing. Pick <laughs> something else. Tell me you well, want to go bet a prop. And you want to bet different. three dollars. Well, that's different, though. I go, Why? Why? Because it's, a, it's a, the whole market liquidity. You might have $3,000 in the entire- There's not a person walking planet Earth right now that cannot walk into a book right now and bet $3,000 on an NFL side on anything. Well, how about total? We have to ask what the limits are. If we go to bet MGM right now and they say the limits on the totals is two dimes, mm-hmm. and you walk in- They'll take with, it. With five. Okay. Are they going to take it? From me, they might. I mean, who am I? They're not going to take it. Bring Eric. Know. We'll shoot the whole thing. They're not going to take it. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying it's, it's they may or may not. want to bet over the limit of something, they're not mm-hmm. going to take it. On a case-by-case basis or just across the board? Across the board. If the limit's okay. two dimes, you get two dimes. But we now know the bad thing get, is but we know players get higher limits based upon where if they're coming off the floor, they can get higher limits. If you got a marker, they can come on, come and get higher limits. We know that that's part of the VIP experience at, at casinos or bookmaking experience. That too. If a guy walks in a month in advance and wants to bet fifty thousand on an NFL side. Mm-hmm. I would do my best to accommodate him because I know I'm going to take fifty thousand on a side the week off. The limits. Right. Are different, but if a pro go, but if a pro whose flag comes in tries to bet fifty thousand, they're gonna say no. And that's my point. I the think limit wrong. is two dimes. Okay, but that guy got fifty. The guy got fifty three weeks out. You just told me you because you know you're, you're gonna make it back. So I I think if you take I've said this before the this limit show, for you if you take a bet the week 50, of the NFL game okay is fifty thousand. Come in and bet it. I would love for you to go get, go to stations. Let's go to stations today. Let's go try to bet a golf prop. Maybe <laughs> 500, 500, maybe, maybe $500. You just said you, they wouldn't turn you down. No, I'd say that in terms of, I didn't say props, props are different story, but I mean, it's up to them. They have a right to do that, but it's the same thing. I said, let's to go you bet a before. baseball total. Let's go it's, to stations today and bet three dimes on a baseball total. See what they take. <laughs> not taking that. Come on. You want to, you want to be the, the, the I'm not the, saying the me. I'm just saying for me. You just they, said you. Because I'm I listening to the show, Matthew. I'm, I'm nobody. Well, my point is, is I'm nobody. I'm not flagged. None of my accounts. I've never been limited in any book, in any book in the world. I've never been limited. No one's going to limit me. Okay. No one's, so you're not betting enough to be limited. Correct. You need to waste <laughs> so time limiting you. Right. That's my point. But I'm still, but yeah, I am betting overnight. 97% of the people watching this show, listening to this show and right. betting. Correct. 97% of the Maybe people higher. will never, ever worry about getting limited. Correct. Unless they get to a certain level and they start betting more. 97%. Okay. But my point is just like in advertising for political campaigns where TV and radio stations, if they take a number, their lowest number for an ad becomes the ad rate for political campaigns. 
should be the same thing for a book with the highest number they take. The biggest number they take should be the limit they take from everybody. And they take the lowest number they take is the limit they take from everybody. What? You can walk in a book, and if I tell you, you can bet five. If What is the limit, sir? You walk up to a blackjack table. It says the limit is $10 to 500 Correct. They have high limit tables where they take 1000 because okay. a square walks in with a bag of money for a million. There's people to play 10000 a hand. And it's posted right when you walk up. It's, literally it's not on a, fucking posted. It's what, a, are what are you talking about? There's a, a high limit, limit room that you've never seen. A blackjack room playing. has the number right there, ten to five hundred dollars. You just said it's posted, ten to five. So you want to walk up to that table and play it for a thousand a hand? Okay, and they'll say, "Sir, that table over there takes it, and it'll be posted on that table." There's other places that'll say you're not in the right building. Go down the street. Okay, and I'm not saying that's wrong. Okay, you but they're are not taking. It. No, I'm wrong. saying they're not taking it. They don't want it at all from anybody. You just said well, the wrong take, building. Sure. If you want to play a thousand dollars a hand in uh-huh. a grind joint, we don't do that here. We we take five hundred. You want to sit Correct. and play five hundred a hand? You take, if you want to play for no a thousand, go down the fucking street. They're saying no to everyone. They're, they're not. not. You just they're told me they, you're in the wrong building. You just told me that. What do you mean they're not? You just said the that. Guy wants to play a thousand a hand. Okay. The limit in the grind joint is 10 to 500. Okay. Sir, you can play 500 a hand. You can play here. Yes. I want to play a thousand a hand. You can't. You got to go in another building. And I'm fine with that. No. Same thing for the book. No, it's 500. But you just told me they don't do that. That's my point. They don't do that. They take it by a case by case basis, which is wrong. That's my problem with it. They'll take it 50K from a guy off the board, a guy who comes off the uh, off the playing floor because he's got a marker and he's a a VIP guy who's played Baccarat for the last two hours. He's coming over. He wants to pay 50K on a game. They'll take that. But a pro coming off who wants to bet the same thing, they go, no, sorry, sir. You know what you're doing. That guy doesn't. And that's my problem with it. It's you're picking and choosing what bets you take. And it's it's discrimination. You are discriminating against somebody who Stop. wants to come in and play. And it's not the books have this autonomy to do whatever they want, however way that they want. And in America, as a business practice, that is wrong. You cannot dictate as to who oh, you want to take your goes. money You're from. for office again. I'm not running God, for office. It's, it's, it's just about? how the business is run on the player side. The books have all the power. There's no protection for a player. There- a business without the player. What the fuck are you talking about? Correct. It is the no players have all the power. There's Go no somewhere else. That's wrong. That shouldn't be the case. You have else. all the power. You I don't do anything other. The only power I have is the book is that I get minus 110 from you every time you make a straight. Which bet. is a pretty good advantage. i got to give you odds on parlays. Uh-huh. Books are fucking people on odds on parlays too. Yep. But I got to give you all these bets. I got to take all the bets. Yep. I got to put up all the numbers. Yep. All you got to do is selectively sniper me every single day. The books, and I ain't got no business. If you don't bet with me, I'm closed. Yeah. I'm closed. True. True. So go somewhere that's taking your bet and put the books that are suck out of business. That's how well, you got power. Well, I mean, you're absolutely right. The, the player has the power to pick and choose oh. our greatest. Our greatest advantage is we can pick and choose what we want to bet. The books do not have to put lines up on everything, though. And the books somehow feel like the circuit doesn't do that. Circus props menu is horrible, and they know it, and they don't care. So you don't have to put lines up on everything. You can pick and choose. 
Correct. But the books What's automate everything. And they automate In everything. In-N-Out serves burgers and fries. They don't need no chicken wings. You go to their Hooters for that shit. You want, <laughs> you know, uh, some other stuff, fish, go somewhere else for that. They're a business. They pick what they serve. Come and get it. This is our price. And do they you change the prices based upon the person standing in front of them? No, they got a minimum price. It's the price is what it is, but it's a uh -huh. product for everyone. For everyone. They're all the same price. I can't say, hey, you, Mr. Six, you guy, can come you into a book and get whatever the fuck you want on this. You get a sheet like this. Where's the sheets? Hold on. <laughs> the, the limits are posted right on the sheets. There, hold on. Hold on. But they aren't actual there, though. They move. You even said it. They move around. If it's posted or not, it's not real. There's no one. There's no one holding their the feet limits to the fire. Are on the sheets, and they move. Day. They move based on the player. You just said that they move. Someone comes off the floor. The minimum because we want to take more business if we can. But the, I can the, guarantee. I'm talking maximum, you. not minimum. Maximum, not min. I'm not worried about min. I'm worried about max. Min, I don't care about. Maximum. It doesn't maximum. even fucking apply to you. What are you worried about it for? Because you? it does apply to me. I'm somebody in this industry. It applies to me. Absolutely. As a media member, it applies to all of us. This is a, is a, a, on this side of the counter, it applies to all of us. Anyone who is betting, it applies to us that the rules are not. How many people fair. want to come on the show? Tons. What do you mean? How many people do we let on the show? Not many. Who makes that decision? Both you and me. We're America. We're a show. Everybody should have a we're voice. Not we're not should charging have a anybody to watch the show. We're free. What? It's free content. This is free. Everything we're doing is free. It doesn't equate. And if people don't like it, it they equate. can fucking not That's hit right. the like we're button, free. which, by the way, you should hit the like button. <laughs> it's not the same. You keep on making analogies that do not equate to what we're talking about. You're not even this making show. sense. Yes, I am. You this can walk into a book and bet whatever the fuck you want. According to our prices, if we take two dimes on NFL totals, okay, Matthew, yep. come in and bet two dimes. Okay. We'll move the number, maybe. <laughs> we'll ask you if you want more, maybe. Okay. Or we'll tell you to fuck off, maybe. Okay. After we move it. Like, either way, you're supposed to take the bet. You're supposed to. Yeah. Supposed to. It doesn't happen it doesn't happen. How we start? How did we start this conversation? They didn't take the bet. That was wrong. Okay. <laughs> how we started here is that they didn't take the bet. So you're talking about supposed to, and I'm saying there's nobody telling them they have to, and there needs to be something in place. They that don't says have to. They have to. Not they don't have to. to. They okay. But well, I, I I I think at some point to. at some point once they're going to go out of business because oh, people maybe, are not going to go not. there. Maybe they, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll find this out. Well, but at guess. some point, I mean, sportsbook businesses are all doing good. Everybody's making money. Like, no. what the fuck are you talking about? No, they're not all doing good. I That's know more true. bookies that went broke than, than betters. I mean. What? But, well, like street corner guys? Like street guys? Or talking about like actual companies? All the above. Well, I mean, there are some, I mean, we know this, it's going to be cannibalized and people are going to get purchased and people are going to be acquired. Right. Half the, half the reason my book started was to go get acquired by, by, by different people. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm just saying at some point we're going to, the, the, the government is going to have to address this either on the state level or on the national level. The government's gonna to, only going to fuck it up, man. Probably, probably right. But at some point there needs to be they something don't need to get involved. There needs to be a, or then the, the, the book will decide. And books need to stop what they're will doing. Decide. Okay. The books need the books need to stop what they're doing. If if they don't want government involvement and class, tell the guys lawsuits. to stop the betting bots and the syndicates, and we'll we'll call it even. <laughs> well, 
I'm, I'm fine with that too. The cynic is not my problem with betting bots. I don't really, I don't really like, okay. uh, okay. Let's get into, well, we'll go, the whole fucking rundown. Now. <laughs> it was a good, it was a good talk about Hooters. <laughs> it's a good conversation. <laughs> it was a Katie, very good conversation. Katie to, to, is staying with the Nets. Are you surprised? Your phone is blowing up by the way. <laughs> it's nonstop. Right. <laughs> every now. book, every bookmaker, you know, is, is texting. Oh, somebody else is something, <laughs> something else is going on. I don't know what the hell's every happening. Right like, now. Dave, go get him, Dave. No, 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 no. Somebody's texting me about something else. Um, Am I surprised? Well, I mean, we traded, we traded text briefly. <laughs> he had nowhere else to go. Nope. <laughs> Nobody wanted him. It's just, I mean, so it's literally like the guy that goes to the strip club, like constantly trying to take the stripper home. And then, and then she says no to him and he goes home to his wife. It's like, it's like, okay, fine. I gotta go back. What? Like it's, it's just, it's, it's KD went out and tried to solicit hell? all these different people and he had to stay with who he's got. He doesn't want to stay in Brooklyn. He has no desire to be oh, married. You tell me my analogies don't even make sense. What the hell are you talking about? The strippers and the, 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 the wife. Guy, and the, it's what it's the guy that goes here? out and tries to, he thinks that all these people are going to want him. He thinks that the strippers of the strip club want to marry him. And then the stripper's like, ah, I'm taking your money and I'm done. I don't like you. And the guy, you got to go home to his wife. <laughs> he's, he's going home and he's like, hey, honey, I love you. Like we're, we're going to kiss and make up. Like let's, <laughs> like let's ignore where I was the last two days. Tried on this bender. Where I didn't leave the champagne room. Like no, this is what he's doing. He's not, he's not going to the strip club. Yeah, he is. He tried it. <laughs> he tried to go ahead. Boston, Memphis, you know, it's the Suns. He tried to, he, he, he went around, right? Experiment Rhino. He went to peppermint hippo. He went to, you know, he went Treasures. to all these places. Where? Treasures. Treasures. Oh gosh, treasures. Last stop was the Palomino Club. <laughs> yeah. And then he so just then, drove up. And then he went home and he's like, oh, I gotta go home. I, ah, I gotta go back to the damn it. And he went back and they all were like, Yep, we're all good. All of us are all good. Uh-huh. And then that's like, we need you. So the the wife's like, fine, you make a lot of money. Come on in. Oh <laughs> I'll stay, I'll stay with you now. Yeah. You know, for this. Sign so me up for the the wife probably said, I'll sign up for an account too at the place and we'll bet the games together. Don't tell anybody. Together, right? Absolutely. We're doing, we're doing these things um, together. <laughs> So you don't go to Boston. You don't go nowhere. Numbers got to come down because now people might actually. Will they bet? Would they? Would you bet if I gave you a free bet no. that the Nets will even win the East? No, absolutely not. I can't wait to see the Ben Simmons. Oh, it's going to be Irving, KD show. I it dropped wait. in half. I mean, the, the numbers dropped in half. So I mean, either on air or on on not, but well, the numbers dropped in half as. Uh, you know, somebody might want to come in and, you know, if you had 50 to one before this mm -hmm. and somebody wants to come in or probably on a betting bot or something, you know, they'll want to take 5,000 at 50 to one, it's quarter of a million dollars to lose on the nets. Right. A book has to make a decision. Our maximum risk on a number is a hundred thousand. So we can take to lose a hundred thousand on one number, mm -hmm. sir. And then we'll move it and you can bet it again. That's how you try to negotiate with someone who wants to bet over the limit. And then a the guy at the counter tells you he has a talk show and he tells you, <laughs> I'm going to fucking bury you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Sir, do you want to bet or not? I mean, you could go hustle, try to get a dime five times at different places and are going to stare at you. And the other book, after we move after the first bet, they're going to be moved. I'm just telling you right now, you can go look. 
there's a place like Treasure Island or somebody may be sleeping. That was a little known secret for future hunters all the time. They were sitting there like the Delaware Park, like Raheem went up to the counter and then they they would tell you, literally would tell you, you know what? We're going to move it to 30, but you can have a nickel. And mm. they would go, really? Okay. See you later. I wouldn't bet it. I would, I would take a bet at 50 to one. I would take another bet at about 30 or 25 and then let it settle where it's at. I'd be good as our, if we were running a book, would you be comfortable with a quarter million dollar risk? At least right now on the nets to win the NBA championship. Yes. You ready for the risk room, sir? I mean, they're not winning the championship. That's <laughs> hell no. Go ahead. Bet it, bet it to your blue in the face. That is not going to work. I don't know. Just on the Do you eagle- think you'll go to the strip club with Simmons and Kyrie? Um, no, because they this all does not seem like it's going to gel. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, if you tried to get your boss fired and your GM fired, <laughs> and you're you are now having to go into the war of a hey, season. Bro. Hey, bro. Yeah, with this guy. Fist bump. We're good. Let's go. I don't like, mean all that shit. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think you're a clown. I think you can't coach. And I'd rather be anywhere except here. But now we're going to go and play 82 games in the regular season and the postseason together and go try to win a championship. And I got to listen to you tell me what to do, when to go, where to go, how to go. Uh, just on the human element alone, it's, you know, KD is not going to be a very popular person in that locker room. In the locker room? How, <laughs> how are they going to like him? Like the fans in a team? Yeah, New York is really fickle like that, though. The first time he drops 40, New York will forget all about it. Like Really? Yeah, New York, New York wants to win. They don't really care about Do the they? egos. No, nah, they want to win. They haven't won a long time in basketball. Was it 72 for the Knicks, the last time they won a championship? Can we, can we just get this straight out of the way? There's really no Nets fans, right? Like, this is all. This, well, there's a lot of kids. Anyone been, in New York is a Knicks fan. I know, but I, what I've been told, okay, is that Brooklyn, a lot of the transplants and a lot of the younger kids who've moved to Brooklyn because it's the cool place to live. It is cool. They've become the Nets fans, and they're and a lot of them have money, and a lot of them want to be seen, and so going to net games is a good oh. a good way of doing it. So new new arena and hmm. blah blah blah. So it's just whatever. Are there any like diehard net fans? No, I don't think they really exist. But I mean, they do have fans. <laughs> I mean, who are they? I don't know, but they do have fans. That are there. So, I mean, we'll see. All right, let's blow through a couple of forget erotic here at the top yep. of the hour. Yep. Um, good article on ESPN Chalk today about the Heisman Trophy candidacy, the Heisman Trophy markets going on right now. So, there's more money coming in here on Alabama's linebacker than yeah. anybody else. Yep. Can a linebacker win the Heisman? No. I mean, this is really wild because I mean, it makes sense. CJ Stroud. Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama has directed more bets than any other player at Caesar Sportsbook, according to our guy, David Pernum. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's insanity to me. First of all, the market ain't that big. You don't okay. take that many Heisman bets. So this may be like, I mean, I don't want to quantify a number, but I mean, this could be 18 bets on this guy versus anything less, you know? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's minimal. It's minimal. These markets are for for the media more for than the book. You just don't okay. take that many bets. Who wants to put their money up to bet the Heisman Trophy in August? Nobody. 
I mean, it's it's a long tie-in. The sharp guys will if they okay. think they're having an advantage. Like they'll who who won the Heisman a couple of years ago? It wasn't Kyler Murray? It was uh, somebody that was off Baker. the radar. There was a lot of good tickets on him. Baker uh, might have been no. Baker. I mean, we've seen one defensive player, Charles Woodson of Michigan, win the Heisman. Been one. And that's because he returned kicks. <laughs> like he did, right. he did more than just play defense. Right. Like a straight yeah. defensive player. Is this like a hedge? Is this like just like take the best number and then hedge off of it later? Oh no, no. I mean, like Will Anderson. Know. I mean, we, we just watched the, I just watched the, the Manti Teo doc. He came in second. That's the highest a defensive player has come in the Heisman voting. Like straight defense. Hugh Green in 1980 for Pitt also came in second. Okay. Um, they've come close, but they, they can't win. They just don't get enough votes. Um, it's a quarterback award. There's three quarterbacks all going to be in the running for it. Yeah. Like senior quarterbacks in the running for it, all on good teams. Like there's, I don't think there's any way seniors, but yes, they're all good quarterbacks. They're all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Caleb Williams. I mean, these are all high profile. I mean, if USC is good, Caleb Williams is going to be right there in the conversation for the Heisman, putting yeah, up he, big numbers. He ain't winning a Heisman. It's Probably not. It's most likely going to be Bryce Young, would be my guess. Or CJ. Yeah. I mean, if Bama plays Ohio State in the national championship, those two guys are going to wind up. I mean, that's your, you know, that's your, if they both place. make the playoff, it's one of those two. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just, it just is. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, this would be, if it was our book, I would say let him bet it, you know, and a guy would, Ask for more. Um, and I would say, you know, well, can we take more? Like, I, I'm different. I learned from a place that we had the same limits for everybody. We did what you were talking Good. about. Good. But if a guy wanted to bet more and we could take it, we found every way to accommodate it. Now, we didn't always do that at the Nugget, but we did. Then when I went out to the M and we opened up CG, I mean, we were doing that on a daily mm -hmm. basis. I mean, we had guys coming up almost like when well, we put up the hot dog contest in 15 minutes before anyone else ever did. We literally just said, what's the number? What do you think? What do you think? Put it up. And we took like 10 dimes in bets. Wow. In the morning of the, of the hot dog contest, because a guy was there with money. We didn't even know what the numbers were supposed to be. We had no idea. It was just this was in like 2010. So nobody was booking it. We just made the numbers and put it up. Now that probably violated a million gaming statutes and stuff like that. <laughs> but, but we did it. I mean, Luckily, we did CG it. is no longer in existence. They are no longer a book. Right, they got sold. Everything's good. Everything's fine. It's all good. But yeah, we, we, we did it. So um, I would say to you, me and you sitting in our risk room, let's take all the bets we can on a linebacker to win the Heisman. I would agree with that. So I'm only bringing this story up because I'm curious if you get your opinion on something. So Jacksonville cut their kicker yesterday. Yeah, As so of right much. now, the Jacksonville Jaguars do not have a kicker on their roster. Fuck it. Who needs a kicker? <laughs> Wouldn't it be fun if an NFL team went an entire year and never kicked a field goal or never punted? I'd actually probably be a fan. Went for it like the high school team does. There's a high school team in Bama that does that. They do not kick. They go for it every fourth down, mathematically speaking. Actually, I think it's in Arkansas. Sorry, not Alabama. It's Arkansas. That they do not kick or punt. They don't punt. They don't punt. Yeah, they don't, they don't punt. 
That's ridiculous. They just, just have to punt sometimes. Fourth down every time. There's not a single kicker on the roster for the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. I mean, it's par for the course. It's Jacksonville. Right? I love it. I mean, last I would, year, I would, I would give Urban would, kicked oh, the kicker. Correct. Right? In the preseason, yeah. yeah. He kicked the kicker, and now they got this guy. I can't believe what all of the people on this planet then an NFL team can't find somebody to kick a ball consistently between the uprights 45 yards and in. It's hard. It is hard. It's hard. But people do it. Like, I mean, it's the only time the foot hits the ball that we call football. <laughs> it's when, so it's the only time. It's hard to do it. It's the only time the foot hits a ball. Is when we is kick off. T- is that T-shirt worthy? Yeah, it's kicking off. Ball. It's field goals or it's punting. There's only three times a foot actually hits the a ball hits a foot, and we call it football. That's three times. You said there was only one time. Right. But yeah. Well, from a scoring from from a two scoring perspective, it's kicking. Fair. Field goal. Field goals are extra points. Can can a team play a whole season without a kicker? In your they opinion, they could. Yes, but they no one has the guts to do it. I would absolutely love a team. That just came in and said, Hey, we're going for every fourth down and we're going for two every time. And we're never punting. <laughs> I can tell you right now, <laughs> it would be unbelievably fun. It'd be like the, last a year because the last one year and be out the door, but it'd be so fun. <laughs> it would be like the opener in baseball as far as from yes. an odds making standpoint, fucking up the operating procedure. <laughs> and it would be like, Every week you got to figure, how do I fucking do the totals? Like they don't kick field goals. So now like a stupid number, like 32 or something should be used because it ain't a multiple of three and all these other things that go into making the numbers. Like, all right. I ain't ever going to kick a field goal. So 35 and a half is not an option or something like you got to move it quicker People will figure it out. The, the, the rhombuses and the parallelograms will figure it out before the books do. Oh, I can only imagine like the old school guys going, they don't have a kicker. They don't, what do you mean? They don't have a out. kicker. They'd lose their minds. They would oh, absolutely terrible. go crazy. All right. We'll go back talking about the NFL here in just one second, but we're going to bring on the senior gaming analyst for props.com because our props.com story of the day was going to be this as we thought, you know what, let's just bring Steve on to talk about what's going on in Ohio, because right now the, these numbers are wacko at the moment as to what Ohio is going to do from a kiosk perspective. If you're in Ohio and you want a license to have a kiosk, you're probably in the minority that you haven't applied for one as of yet, because <laughs> it's something like, well, let Steve tell us the number as to how many actually people have done this. Steve, Matt and Dave, how are you, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up guys? So answer the question for people who haven't read, the, read your article yet on props.com about what's going on in Ohio. How many gaming kiosks for sports betting have been applied for so far? So um, the official count I saw was 650, but I doubt that's the actual number of bars and restaurants that have applied. I'm going to guess that there's a lot of other applications filtering through. I believe there was a deadline of August 15th if they wanted to get in on the um, initial launch. So we'll see how many, but I wouldn't be surprised if over the course of the next couple of years, a couple thousand. I mean, these are all licenses or actual businesses that are going to like, like, is this like, I'm a business. I want, I want multiple kiosks around my entire, you know, chain of restaurants. So I ask for one license or is it every location we're talking about in terms of how many kiosks will be in Ohio? 
So this would be every location. So there's two parts of this. The first part is uh, there's a supplier license. So basically, um, if anyone's familiar with um, video gaming terminals or video lo lo lottery terminals that they have in Illinois and other states, um, basically, they're major companies like IGT, and they do routes. So they place these almost like the old arcade routes at bars. So they place these at different bars and locations. So it could be a one specific supplier that's supplying 5,000 machines to 700 locations. Um, the ridiculous number of applications are for a host location. So that would be the actual bar or restaurant that these are placed at and a very low threshold. So you need a thousand bucks. You need to have um, some type of liquor license in Ohio. There were three different versions of it. I was too lazy to go look up what they are, but I'm assuming <laughs> one is beer and wine. Um, so you might even see them at a grocery store. I don't know. And um, the third one was you needed to be a lottery retailer. So not not a high bar. I mean, um, I'm from Massachusetts and Kino is in pretty much every bar up here. So all of those places, a lottery retailers, every 7-Eleven. So it's not a high bar to get one. Um, Looks like they've already approved a couple hundred. Um, it, it's it's a very interesting idea. It's not it. All of the risk is on the supplier, not so much on the host, because the machine itself will have some kind of age verification. They also have a seven hundred dollar weekly limit, which is I don't know where they came up with that number, but they picked it out of some sky. Um, and it'll basically just be. Uh, a lottery terminal inside this bar that the bar has nothing to do with. There might be a placard with some kind of RG message, uh, but it's going to be mostly up to the supplier to make sure that these things are running properly. Like get a scan your, your ID to get in, to make sure you're yeah. the right age, that type of stuff. <laughs> Steve, um, in these situations, who makes the money? I mean, is it the supplier? Is it the person putting the machine in their place? Um, is it the sports book odds provider that are putting the numbers in the machine? Who makes the money in all of this? Uh, I think the bigger question is, is there any money in this? Um, I'm sure the supplier oh, I, themselves. I just met you. I didn't want to come at you like that. That's a better <laughs> question. Good job. Good I'm sure job. the supplier is going to make some make some money. So I, I believe the bar, um, don't quote me on this, but I believe the bar gets 30% of what the machine takes. So not a bad little thing, but a single bar, how much business are they going to do? Now, if you're a supplier and you have a thousand of these machines in different bars, then yeah, it adds up. So again, I, I just harken back to the arcades, pool tables, those types of things. There's no money in going out and buying a pool table that, you know, I have to put 50 cents into play in a bar, but there is, if you can purchase a hundred of these things and mm. put them all over and you don't have to deal with them. So you just go in once a week, turn the key and take the money out of it. So it's, it, there's some money in it for the suppliers. I mean, will the bars, maybe there'll be some ancillary benefits where people might stay a little bit longer. They'll go up, place their bets. I believe that the bets will be um, very straightforward. There'll be like money line, that type of stuff. And I believe there's an option for a four bet parlay in them. So they'll be pre-programmed to what you can actually what mm. you can get from these kiosk machines. Um, but with the kiosk machines in um, casinos do pretty well because nobody wants to stand in line. So if you have right. these machines and people are kind of mm, old timers might be a little skeptical of that. I don't want to go scan my license in some machine. 
then you have the, the newer crowd that will go in and they'll be like, yeah, I got no problem with that. I scan my license everywhere. Yeah, it's interesting. So in terms of the actual mobile sports betting launch for Ohio, this is a pretty big population state with some really big cities inside of it in a lot of states around Ohio that people have been leaving the state to go place their sports bets. And now they'll be able to do that. January one, is that the, the, the launch date and how many licenses, how many operators are we talking about in Ohio? So um, last I checked, there were 24 applications for mobile licenses. I believe the cap is 25. So they're pretty much near that. And each um, initial applicant can have up to two online skins. Um, I believe 19 of the 20, it might be 22. I might be, might have got that number wrong. Uh, about 19 or 20 have announced their first skin. So their primary skin and three or four have announced a secondary skin. So, so you're probably looking 50? at something or it, that would be the max. You're probably looking at something more like 20 to 25 to start based on uh, the deadline that they had. So you had to get it in before July 15th. Some of these companies didn't. They had got them in by August 15th. So they won't be part of that initial launch. So my guess would be about 20. Wow. Steve, explain. You, you dropped the term there, a skin. we got a lot of new people watching the show. I know what a skin is. You know what a skin is. Matt might or might not know what a skin is. And Counselor Peralt will probably tell you that <laughs> it's not what it, it really is. But can you explain what a skin is to the people watching and listening to the show right now? in terms that makes it simple to understand? Sure. So I'll give a complex answer first, which is it depends on what state you're in because uh, laws in oh, different states here can we go. define Another Massachusetts guy way. giving a complex answer. Yeah. All right, Reddick, so, go ahead. So Thank you. So the simple answer for anybody who's a customer um, is a very simple answer. A skin is just a, a brand. So if I have a restaurant and on the front side of the building, it says Steve's barbecue and on the back side of the, the building, it says Matt's barbecue. You go in, you have the same exact experience, but you think you went to Matt's barbecue and some person thinks they went to Steve's barbecue. So skins in general are that they're just a forward facing brand in Ohio. It's Do we share platform. in the profits from the barbecue. Um, in normal skin terms, yes. But now in the U.S. sports betting space, a skin is usually defined very differently. Um, a skin would just be a platform. So I could have um, as the Steve's Casino, I can partner with Matt and he has his own sports betting platform and we, we launch that. So we'll just call it uh, Matt Duel sports betting and then i could part like that. then i could as a second skin i could partner with dave and uh, he's got his own platform and we call that um dave mm. rivers um <laughs> sports ah very like nice that. work so yeah, you can have nice. two yes. very distinct sports betting platforms as your skins so they typically in the u.s sports betting we market, share the brand. money though no oh. so basically how we it would work is so dave I rivers have, i keep what i make uh, no, no, I get I get all of it because I'm I'm the person with the license. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. So typically, how it would work is, um, if what the I hell's my have, cut, Ruddick? I don't want to do this deal. <laughs> well, you're like the you're like the host uh, yeah. for the uh, kiosk machine. You're paid now, a flat the, fee. <laughs> the, the platforms do pretty well. So how it how it typically works is since um, Steve Casino does not have his own sports betting platform, I need one, and I need one bad. 
So I make a really good deal with you oh. guys to get my sports betting platform. Now that first one is obviously a little bit better. The second one, I don't really need you anymore. I'm giving you market access because the law allows me to allow more people in at my, uh, at my behest. I can, yeah, my discretion. There you go. So I can have another person come in if I want to. So um, in Ohio, a good one to look at is Penn. They have multiple casinos. They have an opportunity to have multiple partners in that market. But do they want multiple partners? If it was a difference between them allowing FanDuel in or them allowing Circus Sports in, they're much more likely to go, yeah, Circus Sports, you can come in under our license. You know, a smaller sports book is going to be less competition. So there's a there's a lot going on with it. Um, all the big players are already in, so it's not that much of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, a good way to look at the second skin is it allows you to offset some of your costs for that initial skin. So your main partner, you're going to be doing a lot of marketing. So how do you make up for that? You let somebody else have market access, and they give you twenty percent, thirty percent of their revenue. That sounds like a Ponzi scheme type triangle <laughs> pyramid thing to me. Capitalism. That's what it is. <laughs> yes, it's capitalism. It's capitalism. <laughs> America. Yes. America. <laughs> now uh, I get it. Okay. Steve, but before we let you go, um, two part question. Ohio's handle and Kansas's handle. What are the expectations? Kansas is about to launch on the 8th of September, right before the NFL football season. It's going to get going. A lot of people in Missouri who live in Kansas City are very excited about being able to go just across the state border and go into Kansas and bet. Missouri doesn't have sports betting. Is there an expectation for Kansas? And then what in on January 1st into 2023, any expectation for how well these states will do handle-wise? Yeah, so Kansas is one of those states where you look at it and you say, well, there's not much there. It, it, it's it's nice. It's quaint. Oh, we got Ruddick coming on burying states in the Midwest. I mean, yeah, he I, does every day. So <laughs> Kansas is it's great for Kansas betters. It's great for Kansas City, Missouri people, you know, that want to take a quick trip. Overall, it's not going to move the needle much in the U.S. market. Ohio is a different animal. Ohio's got nearly 12 million people. Um a little bit lower than average median income to national, but still a, a good a good sports um, state. Got a lot of professional teams. You got some serious uh, college teams there, so the, they'll have a, a pretty good pretty good turnout. Um, the bit what I'm really interested in is how they fare compared to say Pennsylvania. Mm. So Ohio has a 10% tax rate, pretty open market. Pennsylvania's got a decently open market, um, 36% tax rate, a lot of deductions. So their effective tax rate is about 24%. But how does how do they fare? Pennsylvania to me has been underperforming. Michigan does better than Pennsylvania, despite, you know, 3 million extra people in Pennsylvania. So we'll see how um, Ohio does compared to Pennsylvania in that respect. Interesting. Steve, good stuff, man. Thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Read all of Steve's stuff on props.com. We'll do this again soon. All right. Anytime, guys. That is Steve Ruddick at Steve Ruddick on Twitter to follow him, senior gaming analyst for props.com joining us here. So your home state, Dave, Pennsylvania, not putting what we thought they were going to do. Interesting. All you bookies, man. No one wants to leave their bookie. (sighs) They like Jim down the street. They like their corner guy. They're getting better prices and they're getting credit. 
Right. <laughs> and, and they're smarter because they've been doing it for a long period of time. So they're like, why do I need to go and do it with the legal side of things if I've got it on credit and I got it with my guy and I've been doing it for 30 years this way? Even if they're doing post up, I mean, it don't even have to be credit. They're just, they're getting better. They're getting a, a, a better product, a more, um, sometimes it's just more personalized product. I mean, you do the apps, you're just a number. Nobody gives a shit. True. And, you know, some people like meeting their bookie and, Paying right. off or dropping off, picking up whatever. Looking um, in the eye. They, they like <laughs> to give Tuesday payout. Yeah, they do that. <laughs> they meet up at the meet up at the bar. Right. Now, you know, you can look at the kiosk over there and say, Hey, <laughs> you can bet over there. Well, you go check the prices, you like the hell with that. I'm betting right. with you. Of right. course you are. It's yeah. true. So uh the this thing I the- wanted to ask Steve that I'll ask you real quick. Yeah. What are these kiosks gonna do to get people who are already betting? Because a lot of people are already betting on their phone or have a guy. Why are they going to go use that kiosk? Because you can bet cash. You can insert cash in and cash out. Maybe. So you don't have to worry about loading your credit card. You don't have to do anything. It's not trackable. Link your bank account. Yeah. Yeah, Kiosk kiosk jamming is a true professional better. So that's why way of life. Yeah. So that's what there's a lot of ways to do it. Like all these people are going to open up kiosks and then they're going to go, who's this guy keeps showing up right before we close and sliding in like 10 tickets. What's he doing? Yep. Don't wonder. A lot of questions will come with those. uh, those Oh yeah. There'll be a whole, (laughs) you have 650 locations in Ohio with kiosks. They ain't even done taking the applications. (laughs) So Yeah. Maybe a little syndicate first couple of months, <laughs> Ohio <laughs> zip codes for those. Now people. I know why somebody reached out to me and asked me if I ever lived in Ohio. I said, No, my brother lives there. Well, where? <laughs> he lives in Columbus. Why? <laughs> I want to establish a home base. A lot of people will be moving to Ohio in this space. Yep, for at least a month or two until it <laughs> until, until things change. Usually but... if it's over the over under for that is like three months. Yes. In and out. Get in. Get, get a out. place. They figure out all the places, pops, and then they start to get restricted, limited, whatever. Move and then on. they got to move on somewhere else. They're the go jackals to... in the Lion King. They come in and kill Kansas. the pride lands, and then they leave. <laughs> uh, this story, I want to skip ahead here for a bit because we're, we're, we're a little long there. Little this story, we missed it yesterday. We need to talk about this. So <laughs> Do we? Yes, we need to do this. During the UFC event, <laughs> UFC is doing a a simulcast, a a, a Gronk viewing party. But why? We just I don't know. They just did it. <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> then we have Dana White appearing, and Dana White drops the bomb that he had Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, which you and I talked about a ton. Oh yeah. This was done. I can't believe he was moving here. He was. I predicted it. Everyone said it. We all knew it was happening. All the stars were lined up for Tom Brady to come to the West Coast to play for the Raiders, to play for Gruden with Rob Gronkowski, to be closer to his kid in California. Oh, yeah. It all made total sense. He'd fly back and forth. He'd live here, huge mansion. He was looking at houses, where to buy it. And John Gruden said no. <laughs> Can you believe that son of a? You mother! 
you robbed eleven fifteen. You robbed me <laughs> of getting to watch Brady and Gronk in my home city where I oh, live. Man. I could have gone from Brady with the Patriots to Brady with the Raiders. Instead, I had to watch him with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thank you. Could Gruden. you imagine if they had won a championship here with the Raiders? Oh no, no. No. Could you imagine year one if the, the Golden Knights go to the cup finals and the Raiders in year one win the whole damn thing? Oh, dear Lord. No. He no. would have made he, Brady would have made Hunter Renfro a Hall of Famer. Oh. He would have made him. <laughs> he would have made him a Hall of Famer, man. Somebody. Please. Darren Waller. Oh. Rob Gronkowski and Darren Waller would, would have been the same offense. Oh, God. I mean. Oh. This is, and John Gruden, screw the email controversy. This is what you're going to have to live down, dude. (laughs) In this town now, this is what you're going to have to live down. The greatest quarterback of all time. And now we know why Tom Brady said it when he went on the shop. He said, you're sticking with that motherfucker? Whoa. That was Derek Carr. Whoa. When Tom Brady went on LeBron James's show and said that, you're sticking with that motherfucker. That was at Derek Carr. And now it makes perfect sense. Oh. He was furious at Gruden for saying, you want Derek Carr oh. over me. And even I agree with that. What are you doing? <laughs> I like Derek Carr, but really? Whoa. That's where some BS came in. And that was a friend. That was, I like him better than you. He's my friend. No. What a stupid decision. No, I can't believe I actually am shocked that the Raiders from an ownership standpoint that Mark Davis allowed that to happen. Like he's the owner. So I guess he was figured like, I can't fire yeah, him because he signed a what a 10 year, year contract. So he gave him that much power that he couldn't get the greatest quarterback of all time who went to Tampa and won the championship in the first year. How does that mean? I would be like in the bathroom throwing my guts up during that Super Bowl, if I was Mark Davis. That could have been the Raiders. Would you relax? They weren't going to win the Super Bowl. Why not? Why not? I mean, we would have had a... I don't even know if we'd have a show. (laughs) I don't know the Bostonian versus the book. What we've called it, this guy followed you here. (laughs) And then you won more championships here. The two teams that I grew up couldn't stand... (laughs) I hated the Raiders before I hated the Patriots. This would be torture for me. All the people listening would be like, man, this guy may have a Brady on the show. Can we get Tom on the show and ask him? I'd love it. uh, We might get Matt Chatham on the show though. So it's Brady's teammate. So we, we might pull that off. So Matt Chatham's got a new barbecue line coming out. So he's sending us, he's sending us barbecue rubs. Yeah. Really? Matt Chatham's the guy in the Super Bowl who decked the dude who was naked. Do you remember that? What in New in New Orleans? Decked the dude that was naked. Remember the guy? The guy ran. It was on the first time somebody ran on the field with their back painted to one of those offshore websites. Oh, okay. And Chatham was playing linebacker in the Super Bowl, and Chatham decked the guy. Laid him out. Yeah, laid him out. It was like a huge. So I was everyone knows. Look at the end game. I don't remember the specific. <laughs> everyone knows the, who is the Patriot guy who laid out the dude who ran on the field at the Superdome. Matt Chatham was that guy. Did they show this on television? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's huge. Google it. Google Matt Chatham Super Bowl 
decking fan. Okay. And it's, it's who, uh, it, who was it against? Which which Super Bowl was it? The Rams one? I think it was the Rams. Yeah, who was the first one? I think so. That well, was a Super Bowl. There's the first 10. one. First one. I think so. It was ten. It was a lot. The last Super Bowl. I got to remember which. You know, hard to oh, remember. here we go. I can't remember which Super Bowl it was. Uh, there were so many. There's so many. Um, it was against um, Super Bowl 38. So, yeah, it would have been the first one, right? It was in Houston. No, so it was in Houston. Sorry, it was not in. It was the one against the Eagles? Panthers. No, the Panthers. Oh, the Panthers. Second, second Super Bowl. Yeah, second Super Bowl in which the guy ran on the field and Chatham decked him. <laughs> I had just moved to Vegas. I hadn't been working in a book yet. That was 2003, 2004, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, because 01 was, yes, and 02, 03, yes. Uh-huh, 03, 04. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I spent that one in Sunset Station. Oh, nice. With my cousin and my uncle. My uncle, who is is down for the count a little bit right now here in town, but we went, and my uncle knows what he's doing. I knew what I was doing, and my cousin didn't know what he was doing. And he was with the two of us during that game. At one point, he leaned over and he said, can you explain to me what the hell you two are doing? Because we were running to the counter and we were betting and we were cashing and we were betting. (laughs) I think I had like 38 tickets. Wow. Bets and all this other stuff. And he's like, what? You're not even working. And I'm like, no, I am working right now. He's like, he's (laughs) like, well, no, you don't even have a job. You just moved here. You're staying home, Dad. I'm like, Michael, I'll help you. Just tell me what you sit want to do. Yeah, sit crazy. down and watch. It was hilarious, but I remember that game, but I don't remember that guy tackling that guy. That's yeah, interesting. I'll send you the link. Uh, let's skip to baseball because we're running along here, Matt. Yep. Um, let's go to the Yankees. Yankees win last night. Yankees are expecting Mike Stanton back on Thursday. Mike, it's Giancarlo. Name's Mike. You don't go by Giancarlo? You don't know this joke? I can't believe you called him Mike. You don't know this joke? You know he went by Mike when he came up, right? Of course. Okay. So <laughs> why are you calling him Mike? His name is Giancarlo. And then Mike. Mike Stanton. That's what that I call him. That sounds like a sign of disrespect from a Red Sox <laughs> well, guy. Don't call yourself Mike, and then we don't have to call yourself Mike. <laughs> Just to get His name, name is Giancarlo. Is he coming Ooh. back tonight? Thursday. Stanton's back Thursday, so but it doesn't it, have to do it tonight. It doesn't, but it's just, it's just big news because you said they really you just wanted back. to say Mike that too, but Mike's, <laughs> but Mike's coming back. It's Tuesday. Mike's coming back on Thursday. Bolt on. <laughs> he might, he likes bolt ons. We know that <laughs> <laughs> we know Mike. <laughs> we know that we've seen the history of Mike Stanton. Yeah. Mike likes the bolt ons. Oh yeah. He was in Florida. I remember Mike's views expressed right now are by Matt Perot only and not. But I like bolt ons. Everyone likes bolt ons. Who doesn't like bolt ons? <laughs> everyone likes bolt ons. <laughs> what are you doing? Jeez. It's the truth. Okay. What? Hey. The wings. It's the wings. It's the wings. It's the wings. Yeah, it's the wings. Sure. It's the wings. We're definitely, definitely never getting out of the way. Hey, they like it though. Sports Grid retweeted our, our, your video this morning. Sports Grid was a fan. Sports Grid liked it. It's the like button. Yankees minus 135 today. Right. This is, in, this is in better book it, so I'm not gonna give you my take on it, but little bit light 
little bit light. I disagree, but okay. You're taking the Mets? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mets lose. Mets don't lose this game, at least so far this year. Really? Mets, Mets don't lose this game. I know. You're right. Could happen. Yankees, happen. Are, Yankees have won two games in a row. Maybe they've figured this it out. This is why it might be light. I know what we're doing here. People got to stay to the end of the segment to see the better to book it. But you're right. This is good. Astros minus 320. Hello. Annabelle Sanchez up against Justin Verlander. Pretty much as big of a mismatch as you're going to get in baseball pitching wise. Yeah. But this, <laughs> the, this year, this has been when you bet the Twins. Wait a second. Is this Annabelle Sanchez that was just on the Nationals? Or is it different Sanchez? I thought, I thought it's A Sanchez, but is it different Sanchez? Maybe I'm wrong about that. That's on me. But they all, are they all the same? The Sanchez's? No, they're different. But it's still extremely heavy on Verlander today. Yeah, it's crazy because the Twins are a pretty good baseball team. Minus three twenty this season, taking the dog in this situation is extremely profitable. Definitely. So Caldejan, shout it out, baby. He's plus one. If you if you want to take a run and a half today, it's plus one twenty. <sighs> plus one and a half runs with Verlander in the total of being seven and a half. Plus money, plus a run and a half. It's almost like got to do it autoplay. Don't think about it. It's that's, rare. I mean, but that's this excessive. Year. Like the kids say to me all the time, you're excessive. <laughs> like they, they, they say that to me all the time. You're extra. You're this extra. seems a little extra on the Astros today. It's Aaron Sanchez, by the way, not Animal Sanchez. Aaron Sanchez. Three and three with a 7.67 ERA. He was on the Seven Nationals. Seven point what? 6.8 ERA. And he was on the Nationals. <laughs> oh. He was with wow. the he was with the Nationals. He's won his only start with the Twins, five three in ten innings. He gave, he went five innings, gave up two earned runs, eight Ks. This is a this is a conundrum in a baseball game in the book. You hear a guy like that who's in a rotation and has a seven ERA. You want to bet over. Mm-hmm. Then you got Verlander on the other side, who's probably only give up two runs. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Hot shot. What do you do? I mean, I was looking for a team total yesterday and. It, it, it wasn't up. It's up now. It's four and a half juice to minus one twenty four in the over for the Astros. I, I would lean over team total. I would lean team total Astros if I was going to bet this game. Mm, yeah, I would just eliminate all the other variables because it's first I could five see, under or game under. I would go game. Under. Yeah, I'd go. But I, I mean, again, if he gets torched and gets lit up, I'd rather just trust the Astros offense to score, but they don't score all that much. The Astros are still one of the best. They're one of the best teams in baseball to the under the under The play has got to be the under in this game, game under seven game under. I mean, I don't want to lay three twenty on anything. I don't want to lay three twenty on whether we're going to talk about both ons tomorrow. (laughs) Although I know we are, and that would be an easy bet. Um, But, but I won't mind going under plus one Oh five in a game like this, and I can still have action on the game. That's why sometimes in the baseball, I really enjoy betting the totals more than I do the sides. And it can happen to make a side decision go one way or the other. The game dictated, it still feels like it's going to be a low-scoring game with Verlander pitching, and the Astros not scoring. So it's tough. It's used to the over. Seven and a half over minus 115 on that. Shelly coming in with shoot the hostage. She's paying attention to the show. Shoot the what are you going to do, hot shot? What are you going to do? Oh, I was like, what? Cease minus 140. You're wearing the White Sox gear today. Yeah. Voth on the other side. Yes. Cease could win the American League Cy Young. Probably will. 
if the Yankees at 135 are light today, isn't this light? No. Oh, you know why? That's Baltimore on the other side. I know, but Baltimore, I mean, they're home. Catching one and a half runs, they're still the number, I think number two team on the run line this year in Major League Baseball. One or might two. Be number, might be number one. Yeah, uh, I believe it's number one. Minus 146. Uh, let's or, see. Or Cease right catch, now. Catch one and a half runs. Painted minus 132 or 131. There's a uh, Baltimore, by the way, left. Baltimore is four games in the lead of the Dodgers now. They're 79 and 42 on the run line. Dodgers are 75 and 46. That's stupid. They're not just the best team on the run line. They're by far the best team on the run line. Significantly the best, <laughs> best team on the run line. Yeah. Um, another under game for me. And okay. uh, as good as Cease is, I can't lay it. Uh, I, I, this is, it's a pass, but I see both sides. You got Dylan Cease. I can't. I, I want to take the Orioles. I would take the Orioles either on the money line or the right. run line, but the run line's too expensive. What's so the price? Minus 146. That ain't too expensive. It is for me. All right. Minus 130 on Go the run line. somewhere else. Then. Fine. That's run the line plus or minus 130 is my limit. I won't lay more than minus 130 on either side of the run line. Even on the best team in Baseball on the run line. Yep. Against the Cy Young Award winner for the American League. Yes. It's a great game. It's a great betting opportunity. I can't wait to watch it. I'm going to be watching that one later. In-game? Betting opportunity, you mean? I would start under. Okay. I would start under seven and a half. I had to do it last night. I was doing it with the which game? Cease is 12 and 5 with a 2.09 ERA. Uh, Cease on the road is um, 1.34 ERA on the road. Jeez, that's insane. Opposing batting average of 199. Three home runs given up on the year on the road. Three. Only nine earned runs in 60 and one third innings pitched. Look at those numbers. On the road for Dylan Cease. I mean, he's good at home, 2.70, but it's more like it's more, it's good, but it's, it's not his, his road record is ridiculous. Seven and two, 1.34 ERA, 12 runs total, nine earned, 75 Ks in 60 and one third innings pitched. Dang. Under. Goodness. But Voth is, I mean, luckily the White Sox don't score very much, but Voth is, he's not horrible, but he's not Dylan Cease. Under first five, under game three, two, four, three, final, maybe four, one, or something like that. I don't even know if he, I don't know if either team scores four. It'd probably be a bad beat, extra inning loss. The loss is three and one with a 4.86 ERA. Right. And at home, Austin Voth uh, is a 5.22 ERA. Yikes. How many games? Two and oh record, 29 and a third innings pitched. Seven. 17 earned runs given up. Opposing batting average of 306 at home. This is bad. If oh, you like the Orioles. Boy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe run line or first five run line, White Sox. Run line is plus 122 right now for the White Sox. Total seven and a half. So that's why you're getting plus money on one and a half. Oh, you like that run line? First five run line. First Just five run line is minus a half, minus, plus what? Minus 104. Minus a half is still minus. Yep. In the first five. Yep. Whew. I like that. That's 
I can't believe that's not plus. That's expensive. Yeah, I think that that's the play because Voth gets hit by the White Sox. They lead 3-2 after 5. Wherever it goes into it. Uh, time now for the Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day. Being brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Go to omahasteaks.com. BVB, the keyword, gets you 12 free Omaha Steak burgers. You can build your own. You and Dave need to give me your address. Farah's got his on the way. So I need your home address because oh. Farah's going to get his package before you, I think, of all his meats going to his house so he can enjoy. And then you're going to get yours so you can enjoy on this. This is the question, Dave. Is this the sickest man in America? Did you see what this dude was doing last night at the Yankee game? <laughs> when the individual decided to take a hot dog and bore out the middle of the hot dog and use the hot dog as a straw to drink his <laughs> beer. Did you not see this guy? I did. This guy's the sickest human being on the planet. This is, well, I, I never would I, even I, consider I, this. Never occurred to me to try. I mean, a meat casing straw might be the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> what are you doing? This is, I the, don't know. This guy should go to jail, lock up, lock him up, and never let him out. I don't know. This is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Just the imagery of it is horrible. The imagery is absolutely horrible of this. Like this is, who does this? Who, who takes a hot dog, takes the middle out, and then drinks beer? You got to give him credit for ingenuity. <laughs> it's a word for it. But I mean, like, seriously, the, the, the searing hot take of the day, people buy the meat, okay? <laughs> Don't use it to drink a beer. And they give you Franks in the All-American assortment. You'll get four huge oh, jumbo no. dogs. Do oh, not no. use them as straws. Oh, do no. not use the hot dogs as straws. It is but not if approved. you do, tweet us at Boston versus the book, please. <laughs> and show because us what you're doing. <laughs> Can you go viral? Because this guy now is literally the most hated man in baseball today. Like this is the topic that everyone at the ballpark today, when every player goes to the ballpark today and they see their buddy and they're like, did you see that clown? At the Yankee game last night, Man. drinking a beer through a straw that was a hot dog. I mean, I don't even, I, I saw it on the rundown. I'm like, we're going to talk about this guy. I saw this last night. I'm like, why? Why? Because this is the number one why? baseball topic in the game at the moment. No, I know, but I'm talking <laughs> him. Oh, yes. why? I don't know. Like, what was he thinking? This is a good idea. That no one's going to videotape me and make me go viral. Like this dude needs to create t-shirts. Like this guy's got his moment. Like this is his money-making moment right now to go ahead and be the hot dog straw guy. Sell t-shirts, sell hats, get a website up, push it out, monetize it like crazy. Cause you will never be more famous than you are right now in your life. <laughs> Konowinski just said trademark straw dog. Straw dog. Wow. It's pretty good. Would people actually do this. They oh, actually go so. to a to a game and go oh, give me a straw dog. <laughs> like, Stevie, Stevie Mac just said he's from Connecticut. Yes, he is, of course. <laughs> he has to be from Connecticut. A hundred percent. He's from Connecticut. Yes. Stevie Mac. Look at the khakis. Look, he's got khakis on. Of course, he's from Connecticut. <laughs> there's no, there's no debate. He's from Connecticut. Some people from Connecticut would turn a hot dog into a straw and then not realize he's being videotaped in the process. I mean. Person We're just, never going to Connecticut. No. We're never going to Connecticut. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Nothing there anyway. They oh. want to go to Connecticut for other, other than Bristol. No one wants to be in Bristol Can't either. Go so. there. 
That's why they're all in New York now. No one wants to go to Bristol. Why did they open up that New York studio? I wonder why. Mike Greenberg's like, fuck that place. I'm out of Connecticut. I don't want to be there anymore. I don't blame him, Mike. Don't blame him one bit. That's why they did it. He said, I'm not getting up anymore. If I'm doing get up, I'm not doing it anymore. Not going to Connecticut. Not going to Bristol. Okay, we'll build you a studio downtown in New York. Man, oh man. You don't have to go in there and take car service down to the dock. That's what they do. It's the truth. <laughs> this guy's a sick, a, a sick SOB though. This guy's I a can't sicko. Even believe it. I didn't, I saw it. I'm like, what is he doing? Why? Why? I just, just watching him makes me sick. It's like it's nauseating to watch him actually do it. And he's like, look, hey, and and, and oh yeah, no, kids, no, no, uh-uh, don't do this. It's a bad idea. All right, time for uh, we're gonna skip the props.com story of the day because we had Ruddock on, so we're gonna go to the bet prep. Prop bet of the day. By the way, 23 of the last 32 bets have cashed. 18 and 9 in August for the bet prep prop bet of the 22 day. 22 of the last 33. So that's 22 11. No, 9. 23 of the last 32 bets. 23 and 9. The last 32. So it's 23 and 9. 18 and 9 in the month of August. That's 67%. Damn, son. So, Damn, son. That's pretty yeah. good. So we're doing well. We're yeah. we're doing well on this and 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 we're and we're coming in um and we're coming in good on this. So today for the prop bet of the day, we're going back to the Mets and the Yankees. Frankie Montas under four and a half K's. Best line again plus money yesterday. Herman cashed a plus 105. This is a plus 115 at DraftKings and or points bet. Over his last six starts between Oakland and New York, Montas has gone over this number just one time. 1K, 5Ks, 4Ks, 2Ks, 4Ks, and 2Ks. The only game he went over was against the Tigers, and the Tigers have the highest K rate against righties over the last 14, 21, and 30 days. The Mets are on the total opposite of that. We talked about that yesterday. The Mets, over the last 30 days, have a K rate of under 20%. Only a handful of teams in all of baseball are that low, like the Dodgers and Minnesota against right-handed pitchers. How do you feel about going back to the under? for Montas four and a half today at plus money. How many did Herman have yesterday? Uh, three, I believe. Yeah, three. Yeah. Three. He pitched under, good. Under three and a half, just three Ks though. Yeah, but he, but he pitched good. And mm-hmm. I don't understand his number. Why is it plus? Why, why is the over juiced? The under should be juiced. It's like another good bet. We liked it yesterday. We like mm-hmm. it again. I like this again today. I don't know. I don't understand the number. I feel like it should be under four and a half should be minus and it's plus significantly plus one mm-hmm. uh, I like it. Agreed. Uh, time for better to book it now being brought to you by Caesar sports books. Only two quick ones here. Jumping on. We are going first one. I told you about it. Mets money line plus one fifteen. Here's the stat. Tell the people why. SoCal Degen last night, him and I going back and forth. He pulled these stats from the Mets. The Mets on the road off of a loss. It doesn't matter if they are favored or dogs in the next game. They are 11 and one money line, 12 and 0 run line. The next day coming off of a loss where they were favored. The next game loss where they were favored. The next game, 11 and one money line, 12 and 0 run line. This is why they have one of the best records in baseball. They win after they lose. There's no sustained losing streaks. It's pretty Not good. Yeah. Lose, they win the next day. Right. 
That's my. Uh, this makes perfect sense. I, I'm. It's already coming down. This is this is the side. I mean, I I think I would bet this too. I I had the Mets yesterday, pregame with Scherzer, and then had to come out of it and you know bet the total under and all this other stuff I was doing. Um, I I, I think I would bet this too. Mets money line. They Circuit. split, right? They split. They split yes. last time. They split yes. this time. Yeah. The so, Matty Raptor just just posted in the Discord channel that Circa just went to 13 and a half for Nebraska, minus 13 and a half. Wow. Really? Against Northwestern. Yeah, there's Husker money coming in. If I get to I might get to 14 after all. That would be great. I just I went on wager talk this morning. I told those guys it's going to 14. You think it is? Okay, good. Oh, it's going to 14 this week. That's a buy point though. I mean, if you see a 14, you want 14, yeah, you got to grab it. In fact, you could probably buy half a point, which I don't recommend doing. Not yet. Not week one. Maybe On zero. stuff. Week zero. But it makes I, some people feel warm and fuzzy if they have 14 and a half. Oh. You know, if you're is, 14, is 14 and a half going to be minus 130? 14 and a half. No, it should be. If you get plus 14, minus 110, 14 and a half will be minus 120. Because I know most books, if you go to a, Six and a half to seven or 13 and a half to 14. They charge you 130 to get to that key number. Three has a premium price. Mm-hmm. Um, used to charge a quarter to buy on or off a of three. So if you had minus one, three minus three minus 110, you wanted to lay two and a half to buy on or off the three, it cost you an extra quarter. So it would be minus two and a half minus 135. That's kind yeah. of bullshit, but. That's what the books did. And then um, on 14, you're fine. It should be just minus another 10 cents. You're just buying a half point. So if you see 14, you can get 14 and a half. It only costs you minus 120, which fits in your price range. Mm-hmm. I like, no, I like that. If, if 14 to buy it off 14 to 14 and a half, I like that a lot. I just, Nebraska won the game 56 7 last year, I think it was. So everyone, I, I'm seeing a lot of people in the gambling space jumping on Nebraska. I haven't found one person that, likes Northwestern to cover. Mm-hmm. Might be, I might be the only one. <laughs> I might be on my own island. I said You're... I couldn't believe Nebraska was 10. What the, what the hell do I know? <laughs> Nobody knows shit. <laughs> 14, 15. I mean, they make it annihilated, but I could also see them, you know, keeping it somewhere there. Uh, wow. Breaking news from Zach the Hat. Angels announced that they are shopping the team. Wow. New owner may come in. Keep Atani, keep Trout. Yep. Wow. Athletic is reporting. Artie Moreno exploring the sale of the team for the Angels. If I was a baseball owner and I was at the Yankees or the Dodgers, I'm going to sell that shit too. It's hard. Final uh, bet, under seven Dodgers Brewers. Gonsolin going for the Brewers. Oh, bet it. Yeah. There's no debate. This is a yeah. pitching matchup. This is a playoff game. This is a dream. This is Burns versus. You Gonsolin. believe the price on Burns? Plus one twenty six. Um, it's higher, sir. I'm looking at Fanduel right now. It's plus one twenty six. Uh, it's painted in Vegas minus one forty five. Wow. So you get plus one thirty five. DraftKings is minus one fifty, which means plus one thirty. William Hill Caesars is somehow putting up minus 160 plus 135. Like, I don't even know what that split is. Like, one to right now, draft uh, Fando's at minus 148, Dodgers plus 126 Brewers. Gaps are getting wider, man. It's not getting Mm -hmm. better. That's not, that's terrible. I, I, I don't know what the hell they're doing. 
These guys in the chat are trying to put me in a fantasy league. I don't even know what the hell they're yeah. talking about. I'm I'll it. do it for a social. How much? I joined it. It's free. I got to go yeah. get in this damn Discord and find out. These guys are shaking me down. Put me in a fantasy league. I don't do fantasy <laughs> stuff anymore, guys. I would Dubsy, love to do Dub, it. Dubsy's in it. I'm in it. OT, OTB bets is running it. OT, OTB or OTG? Get it OTG, right. Sorry. OTG, OTG, sorry. OTG, OTG sorry. OTG bets. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, damn. Ortiz the Great. I should know that. It's for David Ortiz. Oh, for real? It's OTG. OTG, OTG bets is Ortiz the Great. Another Boston guy, I guess. Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, though. OTG um, bets. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll talk about the fantasy thing. Yes, under. Yes. You like go it. scoreless yeah. in the first inning. This goes to six in-game. You go scoreless through the first two innings. It goes to five and a half or five. I saw this last night. Move wow. on a game. So you could have one of those middle things that we talk about all the time, if you like that, if that's your style. At under seven pregame, and the best thing is when they score in the first inning. That goes up, goes up yeah. to eight, eight and a half. You go under that. That's sometimes yeah. a better, better option. Interesting. Sports grid. Uh, are we good to drop them, Matt, or should we keep going? Favorite thing about today? We started late. We just started real late, so ten minutes late. So we should keep sports grid, right? Uh, right? Either one. I mean, we got enough time for sports grid, but if you want to keep them around for a few minutes, it's fun. All right, that's fine. Let's do favorite thing about today. Let's give the sports grid folks the, the full show today. Give them all. all. Right. Give them everything. Your favorite thing about today is what? Um. All these people have been in town all this time, like all you, the last four days. Are you now asking them to leave again, like my, March Madness? My favorite thing about today <laughs> is they're all going home. All right. <laughs> Hugged and kissed the boys last night on the way out. Um, saw everybody, did all the visits, and now everybody's leaving. And we get a little bit of time back this week before football officially starts Saturday. Um we got to make a couple stops today because we got a couple things happening over here at the house. But the favorite thing about today is that, yes, we might be able to breathe and relax. The other favorite thing about today was the bolt-on discussion yesterday. <laughs> Had me laughing. I, I'm still laughing. I was I was Hopefully crying. the people were laughing and you guys enjoyed it. But the debate today that we had in the first 30 minutes of the show was mm. legit. Good sports gambling content. <laughs> Seriously, that was yeah. I yeah. I hope people start talking about it a little bit more because it needs to be addressed. I don't think there's an easy answer, but uh solving the world's problems with you with the sports betting is my favorite <laughs> thing about today, along with the bolt box. Don't forget. Uh that. my favorite thing about today, and this is remember Friday, we're at circa. And we're there thanks to footballcontent.com. So we're live there from 10 to 12. Come by. So so I, I texted Maddie and I was like, hey, I was like, where could I buy Patriot tickets? Because I think I'm going to take Madeline on Friday. And I'm like, what, what's the best resell? And he goes, well, I already told you I'm giving you my tickets. You didn't know? I was like, I was like wait, really? You didn't he was know? Like, well, he's like, yeah, you were supposed to go with a, a customer of mine but I can figure out something for you to be able to take Madeline and then we'll figure out what to do. And I, I was like, I was like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I was like, he didn't remind me and I didn't know. So my favorite thing about today is I'm going to the Patriots game on Friday. I didn't actually know I'm going to the Patriots game on Friday. Time's so game. We, um, the game is I think seven, right? Patriots Raiders Friday night. 
I've never, I've never been to Allegiant. Madeline's never been to a football game. So this is the first time going to, to take. So I, I got to figure out what to do with the guy that I was supposed to go with. I feel bad with if you're, if you're, you're that guy. I got to figure out. I got to buy you a ticket. So I'll buy you a ticket because my bad. <laughs> I feel horrible. But Matty was like, I, he was like, I got you. Don't worry about it. I got you. I was like, I was like, I'm really sorry. I'm like, I, 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 I told Madeline, I'll take her to the football game. He's like, I got you. You're okay. So my favorite thing about today is that one, I have tickets to the Patriots, but two, Maddie's really nice. And he's, he's not mad at me for totally forgetting that he offered me his tickets. To the- I feel like <laughs> I've never been to a Legion either. And I should oh, get come. a ticket. I was going to ask you guys. I was, actually, I was going to ask if you and Kendall want to go. Yeah. And we could take... Uh, the Bostonian and the Consig and We're little Bostonian and little Consig to the game. Yeah. Good content. And I'm we can wearing, leave. I ain't the wearing great the thing, Patriots stuff. That's man. fine. But the best thing about going to a preseason game is that we can leave. Anytime. Whenever. We can leave third quarter. We can, once the girls get bored and they want, and they're, and they're done. Go on. No traffic. You get out and you don't feel guilty. You don't feel like, oh, I should have stayed till the end. Oh. Did you know you could go to stations and park your car and they take, take you a, a shuttle right to the game? Yeah, Red Rock does it. Red Rock does it. Sand mm-hmm. face. Yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm weird. The kids I'm, would be excited about riding a bus. <laughs> really? Uh, okay. But my, I'm weird. I like mobility. I'd rather pay you 50 bucks and park my car somewhere and let me get the hell out of there when, when, when I want to go. The kids would be more for. excited about riding a bus than going to the game. Really? Oh, yeah. All right. Maybe we'll do that. Big luxury. Are we stuck? Maybe not the first time. We will be stuck. Maybe we won't do that. We'll talk about that. Okay. That's fine. I just, I feel like you get stuck and then you're stuck on the bus. You get the bus guy and it's like, <laughs> got to worry about the topic and like, where am I going? Like, it's just- it's a gigantic bus, P. Ralt. I know, but I'm on their schedule. I don't like being on their schedule. I've like been on my schedule. Got somewhere to be. Got somewhere to be. You got to go home. Take just tape just the picks. I got to go home. You know, I, it's it's it, the game runs long. It's ten thirty. I'm like, Slide my God, I got show. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about today. Is I forget people give me tickets. I'm an idiot. Obviously, <laughs> he's Dave. I'm Matt. We'll talk to you tomorrow for the Wednesday episode of the Boston University of the Book. <laughs>